right on cue. Hashtag NAF2022. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Right on Q. My name is Naomi Gruen, and once again, I am your host. This podcast is brought to you by Q Radio. For those of you who didn't get an opportunity to tune into our live shows, I'm bringing you the best stories of the day. Q is a multimedia collaboration brought to you by Grocott's Mail, The Critter, Rhodes Music Radio, The National Arts Festival, and the Rhodes University School of Journalism and Media Studies. Our reporters have been spending their festival doing their best to keep you updated on what's happening in Makanda. This is our fourth episode. Keep listening and you'll hear from those offering accommodation over fest, Julia Stewart, who is selling cannabis products at the Village Green, and Pelelani Mzimela about his production, Conversation with God. NAF 2022, it will change you, 89.7. With people from across the country pouring into Makanda for the National Arts Festival, the question has been raised as to whether the various accommodations in Makanda can cope with the large numbers. Mila Hangana spoke to people in the industry about what the National Arts Festival means for their businesses. I spoke with Janine Evans, owner of Applebee Guest Cottage and administrator of Ron and Ross, as she expresses how the return of the festival has benefited her business. I'm not actually sure how many years I've been running (laughs) Ron and Ross. I don't know, it's probably about six years, something like that. Because I know Applebee has been 12 years. And Applebee is 100% fully booked for the National Arts Festival. One on Ross is is mostly booked. We just have those gaps in between the weekends in in one of our units. But like I say, the other two units and half of the time in the the other unit, uh, Kay has booked from the National Arts Festival for her uh, I don't know, the directors, and we've got a piano tuner and, you know, people that are running shows and whatever. So, you know, we've actually been lucky. We've got nice bookings this year. Whilst Janine's 12-year business has experienced the benefits of the festival many times over, this is not the same for Cheryl Thompson, who owns Cornerstone Manor, Milner Manor, and St. Aidan's, as her own guest houses are yet to even see a festival. So we've got Cornerstone Manor, and we bought here in November 2019 and uh, decided to expand. So we purchased Milner Manor in December 2020. And our very latest one that we've just purchased, which um, I think we took transfer last month, is St. Aidan's Guest Cottages, which will be rebranded quite soon. We've basically been running since November 2019, so I wouldn't know what it's like to run a guest house outside of COVID. (laughs) Cheryl and Janine touch on their recent experiences as guests come flocking in and how they have been preparing their guest houses for their incoming guests. So we've got some beautiful welcome cards that are coming with scenes from uh, the Makana area, the Makana municipal area, And I just think, you know, to create that awareness of a beautiful picture with a welcome note and a little bit of history on the town makes a big difference. So that's one thing that we have implemented. We work really hard at making sure that our places are spotless and, you know, to be very welcoming to the to the guests and look after their needs. Uh, You know, it's just like. We, we try to do the home away from home thing. When asked about her thoughts about the potential turnout to the festival, Charmaine did not seem too positive about the numbers that could show up. Um, I think that we'll, I don't, I don't think for now we'll get to where we were before COVID. I think people are excited. 
but I'm not optimistic that we'll even do 50% of what we've done based on just based on the bookings um, that we've received for accommodation. Cheryl, however, had a completely different view with regards to this. As far as tourism, I think we're going to have a really great turnout. And as far as local people, I think we're all just so ready to have a bit of fun. So I think it's going to be awesome. Despite all the differences in experience and opinions between them all, one thing they all have in common, however, is that they are all eagerly awaiting the festival with great zest and excitement. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I know. Um, I think it's time it came back, really. Mm. Very much so. Uh, it, it's just the buzz in the town is just amazing. It... I'm, I'm so excited. I mean, I, I, even last year when VC said we'll open the campus to students to come back, I was excited. I think it is just unbelievably fantastic news. Uh, I came as a young girl to the festival and I still joke that I'm an expert gumboot dancer because I did one session with the gumboot dancers and I thought I was pretty cool after that. And I think just as an experience for our town, you know, to be able to highlight how far we've come through COVID times because I think a lot of people look at the town and generally have always one form of negative comment. But for me, since moving here in 2019, I have personally seen so much growth. Cannabis is something we haven't really seen much of at previous festivals. But this year, Julia Stewart proudly told visitors about the benefits of cannabis. Most of these benefits are related to living a more comfortable lifestyle. From her stall at the Village Green, she shared some insight with Stephen Lang. You're selling a lot of cannabis products here. Can you tell us what is the general idea, the, what, what is most of the stuff that you're selling? Okay, so we have oils, edibles, capsules, we've got full veterinary range, we've got some fun goodies as well, um, and it's CBD based, it's for calming, relaxation, uh, we've got entry level if people are a little bit nervous, we've got the oils for arthritis, you know, treating certain issues, and yeah, we've got edibles, some people just prefer them like that, um, instead of an oil or a capsule. A lot of people still think of cannabis as an illegal drug. Absolutely. I think that we are going to spend a lot, many more years, should I say, um, making people realize and, and educating people to understand the benefits of, of CBD or cannabis, should I say, um, and that it's not, an, it's not what the guys are smoking on the street corners, which it was in the 60s, 70s, 80s, um, and actually that it has huge benefits. You were talking earlier about uh, how it can help with back problems. Yes, there is a definite positive for ailments. Proof is in the pudding. So, so anything from arthritis right through to palliative care, there is an oil that can help you or a capsule. Um, and we have a lot of um, people that have come, in, they're going the cannabis route instead of your traditional um, medication. It's 100% natural, it can't hurt you, it can't, you know, you can be on it long term with very positive results. And some people use uh, cannabis products for very serious diseases as well. Yes, um, let's take for example um, ca cancer for example. Some people decide that they want to go on it as a full regime, some people use it as a supporting their, their um, whatever they're doing, let's say it's chemo or radiation um, and we, we also use it for things like palliative care, um, so for very serious disease yes.
Okay, so for sleep, um, we have different options available. The sleep starter pack, it's just a sample pack of different strengths. So you start in your lowest strength and you work up. And the reason we do that is because in sleep, everyone's different. And obviously, it's a very difficult one. At least then you know exactly where you are on the before you go and buy your products basically so that's an option if you need something a bit stronger like I say if you're a hard nut to crack then the, the um, night nurse it's a very strong oil you literally have one drop the nice thing about the oil is you can control your dosage okay so that's an option this is also an option it's the same thing people just prefer it it's a, it's just ingested differently you know obviously it's pre-dosed because some people don't like to dose they especially with your older people they they would prefer to have it pre-dosed and then i always say start low so like half a teddy see how you go and then if you need a whole one so different options there then if it's if you want just um something it's it's not as strong but it will definitely just calm and get you through cbd caps are very popular options these are all sleeping so the reason for that it's an indica blend which is basically a downer blend which is what you want you want calming and relaxation and um, does he battle to go to sleep or yeah. do, okay there are, he wakes up all night yeah so, okay yeah <laughs> so 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 these are to keep him asleep if he's battling to switch off his mind and he just needs to calm and relax the tea is lovely it just calming switches your mind off you know just before you go to bed that that one works really well um if he's a bit nervous of all of it um he lollies do work and what happens with the cbd is it does what your body needs it to do so it will switch his mind off but if it's a long-term thing i would say that the tea is probably better for switching off your mind and eventually you will only need this you know because it's putting you to sleep anyway if I can make a, a, a recommendation, I would say try this because if it works, you can always move on to the oil or try the CBD caps sample pack because you're not sure. Yeah. That would be my recommendation. What is, what is the stuff that makes you sleep? Is that that THC? It has got THC in it. it, is, it so there are two oils. There's CBD oil and there's THC oil. Okay, CBD oil is the one that can't get you high, but remember, THC oil is um, very good for, for certain things, but it has to be formulated in a certain way. So, the way they do it for, for these products is they take out a lot of that psychoactive agent. This is not going to get you high, you're not going to fly to the moon, and also it's a dosage thing, you know, um, the higher the dose, obviously. And also remember, in cannabis, every single thing has THC in it. It's a cannabis plant. So in CBD, it has cannabis uh, THC in it anyway. It's trace. So it's all got it. So it would be remiss for someone to say it hasn't got THC in. It's all got THC in. There are many places to draw inspiration from. Pelelani Mzimela directed the show Conversation with God and spoke to our reporter Naledi Ndala about his inspirations and with that, his own perception of God. I'm a theater practitioner. I'm not a director, <laughs> but I directed this show uh, from Newcastle Arts Development Organization. Uh, the show is Conversation with God. So what inspired the show? 
Well, it's, it's many things, really. But basically, you know, when you think about how do we see the world, Tina, as a band, right? One, we were created, at least we believe that we were created. Then there's a stigma that we grew around being told Tungulungul is this way and Usatan is this way. But then, who really knows? Now, imagine if you died and you were to get to heaven. Apparently, they say we're going to heaven when we die. Now, if, imagine if you died. And then more figures within you get it to say, okay, everything is not what you were taught. Usa cool. So this idea, Yoguti, if we were to meet Unkulunkulu, now how would the whole conversation go? Especially if you were to find out Uguti, whatever that you thought God was is exactly the opposite of what you thought. Uh, speaking about perspective, what is your perspective um, on God? What do you think God is? <laughs> and who do you think the devil is? As a writer... My perspective is, um, okay, one, I, I grew up in environment environment, you get my point. So my father was a pastor, he's late, he was a, he was a pastor. Now, now, then I thought, if God, when we pray, we say, our father who arts in heaven, now, and I underline father, so God is a father figure. Don't we think God is more likely to think the way we are, except in a superior level? For instance, if Ngino Baba, Ubaba can have rules, certain rules they can, but obviously those rules are overpower my rules the government. You get my point? So take God as the government. So my father answers to God, but the basic line is God is a father. Now, in this show, we, we channel Ilokuzi energy to all on showing God as a father, a God who gets angry. Why is God angry if he is angry? Because he's a father. God has children, Satan, Lucifer, or uh, Jesus, or Mikhail, or whoever you call them, then us at the same time, human beings. We are all children of God. So if we are children of God, then God is a father. If we do wrong, God will treat us as a father. But however, he's a superior father, a superior being. What you're saying is you guys do not see God as a mother figure, but mostly as a father figure. <laughs> that is very interesting. If you ask me as an individual, one, I don't think God has gender. However, for some certain reasons, I, I don't want to be political, but I think this goes back to when the white people came with, with, with religion into Africa. Because we believed on Umvelingang. You know, we believed there was Mother of Rain, which is Nobkubulwana. Uh, so we believe God to be all those kind of things. However, when they came, they taught us God is this father figure. I know there's, there's, a, there's a book, I think it's by Credo, Credo, yes, Credo Mutua, which refers to the creator of the earth as, as a mother, which, that's a story for another show though, another day, I mean, there is a show that we do that talks about God being the mother, not necessarily a woman, but being a mother. So, but this time we're just channeling on saying, let's say God, as they say, our father, let's say God is a father. If he's a father, he should be a father like we see our fathers. However... As I said, but everything that he takes, it's big because he's omnipotent. So you guys came all the way um, from Newcastle to Grahamstown. What are you hoping to achieve at the end of this uh, festival? Okay, that's a tricky one. To be quite frank, 
we're just testing the waters. You know, Gramson has been close, right? With the way doing this uh, visual whatever thinking, which I don't think it worked, but it's not for me to judge anyways. So we're just testing the waters since the Gramstown is now open. We said, let's come back. Also because in Newcastle, we don't even have a theater in Newcastle. So if we have to do theater pieces, we need to maybe um, ask uh, the mayor for a town hall and we, 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 we convert it into theater and we do theater night. But those things, they depend on whether or not we got the funding. You get my point. Now, fundings are another story. I don't want to get into that, but it, it, it's a very delicate issue that is frustrating almost all artists, more especially in KZN. So now, if we didn't come here, this is just another way of creating a platform for the artists where they can get on stage and, and, and get to perform because it, it's like umjalwe pola. When umjalwe pola, you can't be going to, to the gym all day and, and not go and play. So for you to test Guti Usukulegangana in what you do, you need to get on stage as a theatre practitioner. You need to get on stage and perform and weigh your, your, your craft, if it is growing or not. So with this show, what message are you hoping to convey? Um, when we do theatre pieces, mostly it's to get people talking. We, 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 we target things that people think about, but they are afraid maybe to talk about, maybe because they think it's a taboo or, or whatever. For instance, people think Satan is a bad person, but do we really know that? And if he's bad, why is he bad? We judge him because we, are, we were taught certain things, right? So we just want people to think outside the box. If there is a box, I think there is a box. So to think outside the box and, and really question the ways that we live and, and what we were taught when you were growing up. And now stop thinking the way you were taught to think, but have your own perspective on things, especially as far as God, and Satan and good and evil is concerned. All right, um, thank you for your time. Um, it's been a pleasure. Oh, thank you very much, man. Day three of the National Arts Festival has come to an end, and with that ends our fourth episode. To all our listeners, I hope you've joined the Q Media WhatsApp or Telegram groups. You can find the links to these groups on the Q Media page on www.growcots.ru.ac.za. Alternatively, if you see someone from the Q team out and about, ask them if you can scan the QR code. Also, feel free to engage with us on social media at q.online on Instagram, at fest on Twitter, and at qfest on Facebook. Tag us in your posts, tag us in your stories, tag us in your comments. Of course, don't forget to tune in to Q Radio on 89.7 FM at 9am, 12pm and 5pm for our live shows. But if you miss those, not to worry, join us again on our next episode of Right on Q, where we'll bring you our top stories, best interviews and some insights into what's happening in Makanda. Until then, thank you for listening, have a great fest and stay safe. Right on Q, hashtag NAF 2022.